Do you own a beauty business or skin salon? If you do, then the chances that you've looked into an LED device or any device for that matter are high. Even in the most hands-on facials, LED is a perfect way to improve collagen and elastin production, reduce overproduction of acne-causing bacteria, and reduce inflammation and redness in the skin. This is why in my second business, The Facial Bar, I have the RejuView device from SkinMed. RejuView has the highest energy output of their devices while still having easy movability to treat in seated or lying positions. It has one treatment head but can provide blue, red, and green light and also healing infrared treatments and it's TGA approved. SkinMed has been a trusted name in the aesthetic industry for the past 10 years and offer a range of other devices as well, such as Hydrofacial, Meso Skin, and their newly launched Transcend Broadband Light BBR device. To find out more about RejuView and how it compares to other devices on the market, send me a message on Instagram at SkinQueen with the word SkinMed and I'll send you over their LED device summary. Thank you to SkinMed for being a sponsor of the show. Welcome to the Beauty, Business and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly, otherwise known as Skin Queen. I'm a skin therapist turned clinical educator turned multiple six-figure online business owner. I used to think that owning a business meant that you'd have a product or service, a website and an Instagram and just wait for the masses to flock. But little did I know. It wasn't until I started working with coaches and mentors that I learned there is so much more to it. On this podcast, you can expect to learn about mindset, marketing, strategies, and other fundamental business lessons that have helped me to generate over $500,000 of revenue in less than two years. Are you in my Facebook group? Every single day, I post in there sharing even more gold nuggets of information to help you grow your business. To find it, search Beauty, Business and Beyond on Facebook or head to the link in my show notes to get a direct link. When it comes to building a business, there are a few key elements that are going to take your business from achieving a certain amount of money a week to actually really thriving and be a majorly profitable business. And obviously that will come down to the therapist at hand and the client that they're dealing with. But I know now having a physical business, the facial bar, that it also comes down to your ability to retail to your client and also your ability to rebook your client. Because if you aren't doing at least one of those two things, then you're constantly going to be paddling and struggling to build your business and always looking for new clients rather than retaining and maximizing the ones that you have, which is why I'm really excited for today's episode. I'm always excited for every episode, but especially for this one because I'm joined by Claire from Five Star Therapist. So thank you, Claire, for joining today. I know this conversation is just going to add so much value to so many of my listeners. Uh, Thank you for having me, Kelly. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey in the industry so far. Okay. Well, I came from personal training and nutrition. I actually had my own business doing those and then always had a passion for skin and beauty and decided, you know what, I'm going to jump into that and do that next too. So I've been moving through the industry. I've worked in several different day spas and clinics. I'm in a managing position at the moment. And when I went on uh, 
maternity leave, I decided to start my own side brand. Yes, Five Star Therapist, which I was having a little bit of a browse of your website before and I pulled out some key nuggets that we're going to chat about today, obviously increasing rebookings and then also increasing retailing, which is very important. But I actually want to go into something that you just said there that you've had a couple of positions from spas to skin clinics. How does that differ? Because I know with the facial bar, we are a little bit more of a day spa and you tend to get more people coming for the experience, people coming from interstate to have like a girls weekend and they might book in for a deluxe treatment. They're probably a little bit more harder to retain than those who are coming in with skin concerns or am I wrong in saying that? There is definitely a little bit of a difference between the clientele that you do get in a spa and a clinic, but there's always a way that you can approach these clients to get a rebooking from them. I like to look at how we talk to these people about maintaining the experience, the enjoyment, and making sure that they're rebooking something that they've got to look forward to and come back again. That's really clever. Yeah, I love this so much. So then let's actually have a look into Five Star Therapist and where that idea and business came from. You said that it was on maternity leave. Why that out of all the things you could do? Well, I was actually writing like mad, trying to write out some guides for my staff to follow while I was on leave. And I thought, surely there are going to be other managers out there that are in the same position or other salon clinic owners that are going to go on leave or they just need to train their staff in general. Why don't I put it all down in writing and help everyone else out at the same time? Yes, it's such a good idea. What sort of things do you talk about in these manuals? I think that a five-star experience actually starts the moment the client makes the booking. So the moment that they actually call up the salon or the clinic or they do an online booking, it's really important that they start to get that excitement about coming to your place but also know all the information where to go where's parking how long they need to allow for traffic that kind of thing so it covers everything from the very get-go to how you're greeting them in your space how their treatment is performed and the aftercare experience as well Yes, I couldn't agree more. That's something that we do at the facial bar when somebody books in for a facial. They get an email straight away. They also get a text to say that everything's confirmed, but they get an email that explains where we're located, where to park. If there's no parking in this space, then you can go to parking in this other space. Also, like if you're leaving during peak hour, just be mindful of school traffic and that there's roadworks at the moment. And We also do that like the day before. They get a text message to say, we look forward to welcoming you at the facial bar. Please be aware that during peak hour there will be traffic, so leave a little bit earlier if you can. All of these things because I agree that if your client arrives to your space and they haven't been able to find a car park, they got late because of traffic, now they're coming in stressed and flustered. And then if you also match that energy like, well, now my whole day is fucked because you're late and my next client's right after you doesn't set a good experience from the get-go. And that's not why people come to our space. They come to our space to switch off, relax. Like I have clients who sometimes they are 15 minutes late and if I can shuffle things, I will because I'm like, it's fine, don't worry, you're here now. 
Like I had a client the other day, she came because and she was like, oh my God, I'm so late. I've gone out to my car and my car has been towed. She was like, I might be like 15, 20 minutes late. And I was like, don't stress whenever you get here. She ended up catching an Uber still to her appointment because she was like, I don't want to miss this. She came in, I greeted her, brought her in. I was like, that's fine. Can I get you a glass of water? Choose a card from the affirmation deck. Just bring the energy down. And it's so important that as therapists, we don't get our knickers in the twist when people are late where we can help it, of course. Absolutely. Especially like stuff happens, you know, Mm. you can't help it. You can plan to, you know, arrive five, 10 minutes early and, you know, what was it the other day? Someone was stuck behind a garbage truck. You have to be flexible. And for me, I stress with time. Like if I am on time, I get anxiety because I'm like, I'm going to be late. So if I actually am late, it actually makes me feel sick to my stomach. And I hate it when I message that like the person, I'm like, I'm so sorry, I'm going to be late. And I've had people before being like, well, I'm going to have to cancel your appointment. You're going to have to pay a cancellation fee because I've got somebody straight after you. I'm like, I'm literally on my way. Like I did everything in my power to get there early. It just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It does. And I think there's a lot going on at the moment in our industry with people with their cancellation fees and charging people for their appointment when they are a little bit late, like you said. And I think it's going to turn a lot of people off. Yeah, I agree. I actually asked in a Facebook group the other day, what makes a facial experience and what turns you off from visiting somewhere regularly? And the comments, I was actually shocked. A lot of them were people saying, I should bring up the thread, but there was so much to read. But a lot of people were saying things like, you know, if I am late, I'm not like almost slapped on the wrist about it. It's all the little things. A big one though that did come up, and I want to pick your brain about this, is somebody said, and quite a few people say that, they say the hard upsell on products and pressure to read book such a turnoff. Now, obviously, it's great for a business to upsell to a client and to have them come in time and time again. That's how you actually sustain business. So let's get into that because that's something that you help people with in your business. What are some common roadblocks that you see from both the client side, but also the therapist side when it comes to retailing? Yeah, totally. So a lot of the blocks from therapists are often that they don't think that their client is going to have the money to purchase product or that they don't want to hear your recommendations and their limiting beliefs that you are putting on the client. The client hasn't walked into you and said, hey, I don't have money to spend. You're thinking that they don't have money to spend. I'm the sort of person that if I want something and I don't have the cash in my bank, I'm going to put it on my credit card. If I really want it, I'm going to buy it. (laughs) One of the things I do like to chat about with when you're talking to your clients is obviously you've got to explain to them, this is what I'm going to recommend for your skin, but there's no pressure to purchase all these things. One of the things I like to say to my clients is, look, I'm going to let you know what I recommend, pop it all down for you, put it on your card file. And then, you know, if you run out of your cleanser and you think, if I really liked what she used in my treatment, We've got it on file and you can come back and grab it. And it takes the pressure off. Such a nice way to do it. Yeah. We've all been to one of those places where you go in and they give you the really hard sell and you know that they're doing it because they need to make their target and they know that they're doing it because they need to hit a target. 
and no one feels comfortable in that situation, hey? No one, not even the therapist. It really irks me when I see on those forums people saying, oh, they're just selling so that they can get the money. I'm like, well, obviously they're selling so the business can get the money. Otherwise, why would anybody sell anything? But it's the way in which the therapist is selling that feels like it's a hard sell. I feel like selling is such an art and me coming back into it this year and doing it in person, I've just like, I've remembered how hard it can be. So I love what you do there because we do a similar thing in clinic. We're like, this is what we'd recommend and we're with Forrest and we can actually send an expert recommendation, which directly sends them a link to purchase from our online store. So I'll say, this is the price tag. Don't get a shock because it will last you a little while. But one thing that I was reminded of last week too is people buy from emotion. So rather than saying like, you know, this is what your skin needs, it is $150, but it will last you six months. They're all, you know, logical reasons and people aren't logical. They are emotional. So now what we're actually doing is we're leading with emotion. We're saying, well, you you told me that you want to improve your pore size or your pigmentation or your acne scarring. This is the best serum to do that because it's going to help with reducing pore size, lighten that pigmentation and regenerate and rejuvenate your skin from the inside out. So this would be the best one for you. And then you can say it will, you use it this amount of times and it will last you this long. And then people will justify the logic with the emotion. And it's funny because I have girls who are like 19 years old who are on our facial club membership and they're like, okay, like send me the recommendation and I'll save up. And when I'm back in two weeks, I'll purchase it. And it's the people that I never expect. <laughs> like I even had, I think a 21 year old on Saturday purchase three products. She purchased a moisturizer and SBF and a hyaluronic acid. And I was like, oh, just out of the blue, like I was impressed. So when you lead with emotion rather than the logic, then people are more likely to purchase. That's it. It's all about that initial conversation that you have with your client. Are they coming in and saying, look, I'm just here to relax? Or are they coming in and saying, yeah, I've got issues with my pigmentation and my pore size and I really want to work on that? And, you know, if they come in with those kind of concerns, be professional and step up and say, well, you know, I've got these products that will help with that concern. This is how you use them. These are the treatments that I'd recommend. And then leave the ball in their court to say yes or no. You've got to be comfortable with that uncomfortable silence in between as well. Absolutely. I always leave them with the product shelf and then I go back over to the computer and start to put my notes in. And I'll be like, I think I really get that actually because sometimes they need a moment to make that decision without you standing there. Yes. I leave the client and I say, look, I'm just going to pop out to the front, take your time, and then when you're ready, I'll see you at the front. Again, same thing. You know, they get to have a look at what they're looking at with the product or just keep enjoying that relaxation feeling in the lounge area. And then when they're ready, they can come to you. Yeah, that's it. So let's talk about rebooking because I know even for me, it's something because I actually haven't been a skin therapist hands-on since 2016. And when I told my staff member that, she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, because I've been a skin educator for so long. So the last time I was a therapist was 2016. This is why even myself, I've been having imposter syndrome and I'm finding my flow again. Like this week will be week four of me being back on the tools. So I'm like, I'm getting there. But when it comes to rebooking, I had to kind of develop my script around that. And I would love to hear because sometimes when you get to the counter, I feel like if you haven't set your client up properly before, 
in terms of like finding out their skin concerns, finding out if they are wanting to come in regularly, finding out if this is something that they want to do to actually treat their skin and put them on a skin journey. I feel like if you don't do that and you leave that conversation till after the facial, you know, they're kind of like in bliss. They're not really thinking straight. Sometimes they have other commitments that they need to take off and go to. When it comes to the counter and you're like, let's book you in for another four weeks. They're like, oh, just book online. It's fine. You're like, okay. And it's like, damn it. (laughs) How could you have maximized that more? I've now, as I just said, decided that I'm going to start, well, I have been planting the seed beforehand and kind of sharing with them that. So this is what we're going to do in your treatment today. That's not going to completely resolve your skin concerns. So at the end, I'll come back with you with a bit of a treatment plan for you and then we can book you in for those sessions before you leave how do you approach and how do you train your therapist to do that because rebooking rate I know industry wise needs to be sitting at like 60 ish percent is like industry standard but I see so many women in the industry struggle to retain their clients so share your secrets and your knowledge with them I actually have like two pages worth of phrases that I've put together for people to use for these situations. So scripting, that's where it's at. It is. And, you know, sometimes it just takes someone to write it down and for you to read it and be like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I'll try that. Just practice and see how it works. So it depends on what the client's in for. Say you get your lash extensions, right? How often do you need an infill for those? Every two weeks? I go every three weeks, but I have been going every two weeks at the moment. And what's your day off work? Mondays, Tuesdays. Okay. So I know you like to come in for your lash appointment every two weeks on a Tuesday at 3 p.m. I'm getting quite busy, but I want to make sure that I can reserve that spot just for you. So let's book the next six in and we've got you locked in at Tuesday at three o'clock so you don't miss out. I used to say this one too. And it's funny because we've actually been saying this in the clinic too. We're like, we know that we love a Saturday appointment for this treatment, but going into January, there's not a lot of sad days left. So should we get the next few booked in just so that they're actually in the calendar? Because I'd hate for you to miss out. And I think our January is actually looking busier than our December has been at the moment. It's so wild because we've been looking at December and because there's less working days because of the week off that we're having. I was like, hold on. We've actually got like 29 appointments already booked for January just from using this one line. Yeah, and you can use it in so many different ways. Like you were saying, you've got the people that come in for their, you know, like their one-off spa treatment. You can say, look, Kelly, how good was that body scrub? How amazing are you feeling right now? What if we book another one in for 12 weeks and every 12 weeks you have a body scrub booked in, ready to look forward to? That's so easy. Like it depends on obviously how frequent the client to have the treatments done and whatnot, but you can do this for all different treatments, whether it's body treatments or lashes, facials. You know, if it's a series of facials, you've come up with a treatment plan, which you should have written down and presented to your client. And I like to have it all written out, like this one in two weeks, this one in four weeks, this one in two weeks. And I say, let's just book all these in so that we've got a plan, it's in place, your time's reserved, and we're going to get those results. Yeah, I love this so much. I agree with the writing it down. I used to have a full notepad and script where we'd actually map out the treatment plan and then rip it off and give it to the client. 
that they could visually see what was involved. I'm going to try and look for this now because that was such a great tool. It would be like month one, month two, month three, and then we'd say, you know, if you're wanting to really get results, you can come in fortnightly. If you're wanting to stretch it out a little bit, we can stretch it out every 12 weeks, as you said. But I think that's something that we don't think of as therapists. Sometimes if they're like, I don't want to come in fortnightly, I don't want to come in monthly, we're like, oh, well, there's no point. But if we can fill up our book in advance, like if it suits them to come in once every 12 weeks, let's book it in so that it's in the calendar and they don't miss out. Like just because they've said no, it's the same with memberships I find. If they say no initially to your lower tier membership, like we have one where they can come in monthly or we can have one where they come in every two weeks. If they're like, oh, I don't know, you can always say we can always do a custom one too, which means you only come in like once every second month or once every third month so that, you know, you're paying these treatments off in advance and it's not such a big expense at the time. It's like you've paid it off. It's in a little kitty for you and it's done. It's there. It's always looking for solutions. And when I'm a therapist, I don't know what everybody else is like. I'm always looking for obviously to retain the client long-term but if they aren't interested in retail and if they aren't interested in our membership, like there's still an opportunity to rebook them, whether that be for another month, another eight weeks, another two weeks, whatever it is. That's right. And interesting, you just touched on, you know, the retail there. One of the other things that I do help teach is how to find alternative retail options. So a lot of the time skin therapists are so focused on the skin routine, but you've got so many other products in your salon or spa or your clinic that you can actually retail to your client. It's just about, okay, so maybe they're not interested in your skincare at the moment, but have they had the mineral makeover after their treatment? Have you tried some different body products with them? We've got these gorgeous skinned body oils. So I try and take one in for each treatment and see if I can find them their signature scent. Love, that's so good. Such a great opportunity. We kind of do the same with like our masks, our lip balms, all that sort of stuff. It's like little extras. And, you know, it doesn't matter if they don't buy your skincare, but they come back to you every four or six weeks for a facial. That's still a great client. Still a win. Exactly. It's how you start to grow and scale your business, really doing all of the things that we're chatting about. Now you have t-shirts which I want to dive into. Tell me more about where that idea came from. What do the t-shirts say and where can people buy them? Oh, awesome. So on my five-star therapist page, you can definitely find the beauty t-shirts tab. So one of the best sellers is you're my favorite client. (laughs) So every client comes in and they laugh and they're like, I knew I was your favorite. (laughs) (laughs) and they make great social media pieces as well so if you're someone who's not really confident in talking on camera but we know that our clients prefer seeing us in our socials you can just rock up with one of these cute t-shirts that says something on there like I don't want no scrub or nice face can I touch it (laughs) nice face can I touch it (laughs) Uh, I come up with all these strange things all the time I just have to put them down and get my creativeness out there. So they're lots of fun to wear. You can wear them at work and on socials. Yeah, I love it so much. I think to wear them at work is such a good idea because it generates conversation. Yeah. And, you know, if you're someone who's a little bit shy, like starting conversations with your clients, it's a great icebreaker. 
I think so too. Yeah. I remember Dermalogica used to do it with the big novelty badges. That would say like, ask me about microfoliant and people be like, oh, what's the microfoliant? And I'd end up with so many samples. They're like, we've got a little sample for you actually. And I remember for years, I was like, oh my God, how do I get rid of this stuff? I had so much of it at one point there. But it was an, it was an icebreaker and it just got people to try the product, which is very clever. Yeah, yeah. I've got one that says, ask me how to achieve clear skin. So, you know, it could be something that your client then turns around and goes, oh, well, yeah, how do I get clearer skin? Love it. Where can people buy more of your digital products, your T-shirts? Where can they learn more about you? Do you want to share your handles on Instagram? Yeah, you can find me for a five-star therapist using the number five on Instagram, trialing a little bit of TikTok. I need to get a bit more Kelliness in me and, and show up a little bit more on TikTok. I loved your TikTok about the bun, though, the nice, clean donut bun. I thought that was a slay. <laughs> yeah, I love a bun for work. But you can also check out um, my website, which is fivestartherapist.com.au. Thank you so much for jumping on the podcast today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's nice to be the one on the podcast. I've been listening to them every week. They're so good. And make sure you go follow Claire as well. And thank you so much for listening. I'll chat to everybody in the next episode. Thanks, Kelly. Oh, 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 oh,